This is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Thank you for paying attention to our sponsor in the beginning. We appreciate that. Today we're going to talk about Rockhound State Park, the first Rockhound Park in the United States, maybe anywhere for that matter, located in New Mexico. We're going to talk about the area, a little bit of the geology, a little bit about the differences in some of the minerals that are found there, and um, maybe go a little bit deep into it. Not too super scientific, but hopefully at a level that we can uh, appreciate the understanding of the differences of the minerals and gems that we're finding in this location. So this is based off a blog that uh, is located at our blog site, which is radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com. And we appreciate you subscribing to these uh, different things that we have. All of our links are going to be at the uh, bottom of the page of each of the blogs. Um, The newer blogs may have a few more links and affiliate sites. There's also some uh, links to guidebooks for the area of New Mexico that we are talking about that you might be interested in. It all helps support the channel. And um, we are going to give proceeds from our podcasts and YouTube once we start earning money on YouTube videos for the preservation of lapidary arts and rock hounding here. All right, so let's get right into it. Rockhound State Park is a wonderful park. I've been there myself in New Mexico. It's located about seven miles southeast of Deming, and it is named for the abundance of minerals in the area. And visitors are welcome to search for crystals, quartz crystals, geodes, jasper, perlite, and many other minerals. The park is in the Little Florida Mountain Range, a low mountain range that is said to be sky islands due to the blue sky and arid desert between the peaks. It was established in 1966, and it's the first park in the United States that allowed collecting of rocks and minerals for personal use. Uh, as of the time of this writing, each visitor can collect as much as 15 pounds of rocks and minerals from the park. It's a 1,100-acre park, um, but mineral dealers are not allowed to collect to sell these rocks and minerals. So um, you can trade them, I would imagine, but uh, you cannot uh, sell them, technically. You would have had to have gotten a hold of them before 1966 to do that. All right, so the Florita and the Little Florita Mountains are typical of the mountains throughout the southern New Mexico and Arizona. The elevations range about 4,400 feet along the foothills, and the state park is located at a peak of 7,448 feet, the Florida Florida Peak. All right, and there's a lot of guides on the blog, again, and also some rock-hounding books that are specific to New Mexico. The geology is a magnesium oxide and fluorite veins that cut through the uh, the, the fangromated of the Little Florida Mountains in the northeastern part of the Little Florida Mountains when they were formed. These deposits were present where various magnesium and iron oxide minerals along with fluorite, barite, calcite, and quartz are found in this uh, Fangro right of the Little Florida Mountains. So forgive me if I slaughter some of these words. 
hydrothermal fluids that contained high concentrations of magnesium and fluoride along with silica also helped form these mineral deposits. The magnesium mine that's there is one of the larger producing mines in the district. These mines are scattered about. They're extremely unsafe and you should not enter the audits. Care is needed around the shafts and prospecting pits as well. The fluorite production from these epithermal fluorite veins is estimated at 13,428 short tons, mostly from the spar mine. Magnesium produced from the epithermal magnesium veins is reported at 19,527 long tons. And that's of a concentrate. Production of magnesium ceased in 1959 when the federal government ended the buying program. Now we're going to get into a little bit more. That's kind of the general geology. You know, you have your your basic rock that forms and then these uh, magnesium formed, you know, hydrothermal uplifts and fluorite productions that bust through these ridges are part of it. But the actual formation of the thunder eggs and the geodes, it starts off with the gray perlite, the thunder eggs, the geodes, the jasper, the onyx, the agate, uh, the crystalline rhyolite, Apache tears, which is obsidian, and quartz crystals are among the more common rocks and minerals that can be found in the park. Thompsonite, which is a zeolite, is found in the amygdals and quartz and agate is present in a wide range of colors and is one of the minerals that you may collect at the Rockhound State Park. Some thunder eggs and geodes found at Rockhound contain a multicolored agate in addition to well-formed quartz crystals. Many thunder eggs found at Rockhound State Park are um, spherical and consist of two distinct parts, a dark grayish to pinkish outer part and a white blue or gray inner part or core which is recognizable as agate chalcedony and quartz crystals and all forms of the compound of SIO in many samples these two parts can be described as a shell and a filling however some thunder eggs or spherutals I know I'm saying that wrong it's spear Spirulites. Spirulites do not contain the filling. They are composed of a solid dark gray to pinkish shell material and they are either partly hollow um, or they could be solid. Okay, And I have a picture of one of these in there. Um, it's not a real exciting looking stone just sitting there cracked in half but I imagine it would take a nice polish and look real pretty. Um, solid Spearlite from the Rockhound State Park um, is pictured here. And in order to better, better understand the process by which the thunder eggs form, the samples from the Rockhound State Park were examined using a microscope called an electron microscope. And the mic micro um, the microprobe examination of the shell portion of the Rockhound of the spearlite show that they are composed of intergrown crystals of quartz. Um, alkaline feldspar uh, and then another type of feldspar and a magnetite and there are images that you can look at and I have a link on the bottom of the website where they have the uh, microprobe and it shows these 
um, spirulites that are formed in either an intermittent or intergrown quartz, uh, feldspar, and magnetite, or bands of quartz. So they're systematically interspersed with bands of intergrown feldspar and quartz, and the banding produces the concentric structure that is apparent in some of these um, spir spirulites. The spirulite is just kind of a solid geode um, with a particular pattern. The quartz veinlets that crosscut the banded structure are also abandoned uh, or observed. Now, these aren't in every single sample where you have these veinlets that crosscut, but um, it's sometimes it's a, you know, there's variations. There's all sorts of variations. Another type displays a feathery, um, non, non, uh, you know, conforming shape and uh, demonstrated by crystals in the spirulites. Many spirulites found within the rhyolic lava are hollow or partially hollow and contain a filling of banded agate, chalcedony, and quartz crystals surrounded by the dark to uh, gray, dark gray to pinkish outer shell. So the agate, the chalcedony, and the quartz veins and the open space fillings within the voids of the spirulites formed later. By multiple cycles of hydrothermal fluids and if you looked at our um, we did uh, do a little bit on uh, on we did talk about geodes at some point I forget which which one that was but we talked about how they were filled oh you know we actually I'm, I made a mistake we talked about um, orbicular or orb type jasper and how those orbs are formed is through um, cavities which are filled and all cavities are filled in these but sometimes it dries because it's filled with a gas or whatever and then sometimes as it's filled it may fracture and then it fills again and it might be with another type of mineral or chemical or pressure or heat and this can form these veins or a banded type agate or chalcedony with quartz so these fluids just seep through these microscopic pores into the spirulites and the gas pockets and the volcanic rocks and they precipitate these crystals along the walls and the cavity that form these geodes or these geode-like um, spirulites. So different temperatures and fluid compositions count for the variety of textures that are found within any given thunder egg or geode. And the banding that's found in some of these spirulites and geodes consist of multiple layers of colors and different colored agate chalcedony and locally quartz and there may have been formed by fluids that were super saturated in silica. The super saturated fluids are unstable and quickly deposit in thin layers of chalcedony or a amorphous silica typically at lower temperatures and then the different colored bands are a result of trace amounts of impurity, such as iron, red, magnesium, black or pink, cobalt, which is a cobalt mineral, gives a blue or a red, a violet red, and then copper, which gives a green or blue, and then uh, chromium, which gives orange or red, and nickel, which gives green, and so on and so forth. All these different colors are influenced by these different minerals. Faceted quartz crystals indicate that the fluids were somewhat supersaturated with silica and that the precipitation occurred under relatively slow changing conditions. Not all geodes are um, spirulites formed by a mag uh, magmatic processes. Other natural processes and 
form some of the other geodes. And it's, it's a huge conversation. We're just touching the surface. Some of the processes from the hard outer shell that is characteristic of the geodes and the outer shell may be strengthened by the precipitation of some ions that were excluded during the crystallization of the agate chalcedony quartz and concentrated in the remaining fluid that is in this cavity that forms this geode. Okay, now there's another type that is really interesting because I actually have one of these geodes in my collection. I'll have to dig it out somewhere. It's not polished all the way, but um, it's called tiltage. It's a tiltage uh, spirulite, spirulite, and it, it basically has these layers that are kind of angled and then they um, they kind of gradually change direction, you know, like somebody took a, a ruler and drew a line and then just cocked the ruler up a little bit and then drew a line and cocked it up a little bit more and drew a line just on one end of the ruler, you know, so it was just one end that's cocking up, basically, and the other end is just barely coming up. So you can get a picture of this, too, at the link at the bottom. But uh, these tiltage uh, thunder eggs are very interesting, and they, fill, they are filled with these horizontal layers as there was possibly a landslide or an uplifting of some sort. And as they continually were filled over this time period, um, it's pretty interesting. You get this concentric banded agate with chalcedony, and um, it's just an angular unconformity, basically, if you would. So other events can destroy the thunder eggs, such as the uh, expanding mag mag uh, magmic vapor can rupture and break a spirulite, uh, forming other fractures that will fill with ag uh, agate chalcedony quartz and gives it these vein-like features that are kind of sporadic through it, or they could just be as uh, kind of lines. So you just never know what you're going to get. So as far as lapidary goes with uh, these products or these uh, minerals and specimens that are found out there, the jaspers and obviously the geodes and thunder eggs, um, you know, the beauty is all locked inside. It's a rough textured outer shell is uh, hiding it. So, you know, the best thing to do is to cut the geode in half. Um, some cut with the seam, some cut against it or, you know, at a certain angle. Um, you know, do do some research if you want. I've tried I've tried everything. Um, I just go with my gut, and it usually looks pretty decent. Uh, I've had a few where there's some weird formations in in the middle, and maybe you know had to make an extra little cut to bring it out so it, it looked a little better. But um, use your own judgment. Uh, flat lap or sanding disc, starting with 100 grit, and then just working your way down to 200 and 400 and 600, and and then just uh, polish as a standard practice. We'll usually get these uh, looking very good in uh, a short amount of time. Um, if if you're doing it right, um, a flat lap can be time consuming if you have big saw cuts and grooves that are in it. Then of course it's going to take quite a bit longer. So. Um, some have used a hard block of wood glued uh, with white glue or carpenter's glue to be able to grip the um, the um, the geodes for cutting. I have not tried this on geode. It's worked for when I had a flat side to glue to, so I'm just kind of afraid to, to glue it to a geode because I just feel like it might pop off. But um, I just use uh, wood and, and clamp it the best I can and do the pull test and try to get it as close to center as I can and um, that's how I do it and um, it's worked out pretty good so thunder eggs and geodes
Um, they just can't be distinguished from one another until they've been cut or broken apart. You can dig out of the same hole and get all kinds of different patterns. I've seen that firsthand. So um, all it takes to look for the thunder eggs and geodes is a rock hammer, a pick, maybe a small shovel. Um, if you really want a brush, a chisel's good, collecting bag or a pack, and some persistence and some patience. So, um, you know, check out our links on the blog, please. The blog is, again, RadicalRocksUSA.blogspot.com. Um, we do have YouTube videos going. We put our first introductory video up there. It kind of take you through and show you some of my stuff. Um, also, uh, join my Facebook um, I don't think I have the link yet, but um, I'll put the Facebook link up. Uh, we have There's a field trip going on for Lavik, which is pretty interesting. And uh, that's about it, guys. Have a great night. Have a great day, wherever you are, whenever you are. And remember, rock hounds don't die. They petrify. <laughs>